Hello and welcome to Scary Pair, a horror movie podcast between partners. I'm Nine. And I'm the evil doll that lives in your house, Opal. Yay! Uh, yeah, we watched The Boy, uh, 2016, directed by William Brant Bell, uh, starring, I guess, Lauren Cohen and Rupert Evans and nobody else. Uh, there's mm. a few people with scenes, but it's basically just those two. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, but Opal, what have we been up to this past week? We saw the German film, Hagazusa. Yeah, it was very German. It's one of those. <laughs> can, I... you, can you explain to the audience what you mean by one of those, please? I, l- I like to call them European screensaver movies where nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen a few of those we tend to not like them all that much rotten tomatoes fucking creams their pants over them though <laughs> fucking i i had my expe- expectations so high for the lamb it was yeah good. it was one of those but all children should look like that <laughs> okay okay uh just talking getting back to hagazusa yeah bit. yeah anyway um it is one of those i which i either i either love them or i hate them i feel like there really is no in between and i lean more towards liking that one i lean more towards liking it it's got a lot of my bullshit in there um i like the screensavers um it's a vibe it's a mood I think there's just not enough for me to hang on to in that movie. Okay, you can you can say it's slow, but you can't say it doesn't get there. <laughs> it's just, I wish there were, like, characters that I cared about in the mm. movie. Because it doesn't really have those. I like when there are stories with people in them. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't a ton of that in this one. I liked it. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a mixed bag, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, go see it if you like those movies. Those movies, yeah. It's... <laughs> if you like ones yeah. of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll probably see the menu next week. Yeah, I really want to see it this weekend, now that I have the, the go-ahead from one of my friends whose opinions I trust about it. Sure, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to get out and see movies more for sure. And I just want to get out of the apartment and do stuff in general. Yeah. It's a good excuse. It's nice to, to go out and see something. Let's go to the movies. Uh, yeah. So should we, should we get into the boy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to punch that up in the edit a little bit. Hold, hold on. I'll help you. The boy. <laughs> So this one, uh, just a little background. <laughs> I have a little bit of background with this movie. <laughs> you do. Do you want to? Let's. So first of all, just to intro the concept of the boy. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that every time. It takes so long to get takes, up in there. It takes like longer to do it than to say. I know. Uh, so it is. It is um, uh, a horror movie about what if uh you were a british nanny uh who was an american actually who they always are (laughs) it seems (laughs) it seems who uh your ward was a haunted doll yeah yeah that that's that's the uh that's the uh, gist of the movie Uh more stuff happens in it but we'll get into that yes uh 
I've always known this as a Netflix movie. Yes, it is a Netflix movie. It's always been there, it feels like. We, we'll we get into it. I have some more stuff about this. But, yeah. uh, Opal, what's your history with this movie? Because I'd never seen it. <laughs> so, our friend, our good friend, Evan. Evan. He, he's, a, he's a good man. He ate a lot of corn at our wedding. <laughs> and, he did, he did. And... Every time, I have to say this, every time we like go to Netflix, we open the Netflix movie tab, we go to horror movies, and we see The Boy, because it's always there, I think of Evan. Yeah, and this is the reason why. <laughs> Evan came over to our apartment. You were at work. Yeah. You were not there. But he's like, we have to see The Boy. I have to show you The Boy. <laughs> and I'm like... What the fuck is the boy? Are you joking right now? And he's like, the, it's the boy. He said it like that, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yeah, I can and, imagine it. <laughs> um, ten minutes in the movie, he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he left me alone with the boy. And uh, when it was over, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was a movie. That was a movie, yeah. Uh, Thank, thanks for enjoying it with me. <laughs> me and Evan watch movies a lot, and he's the one who recommended the menu, actually. So, I just... This is a weird pick from him. <laughs> I've given him some weird picks, too, though, so... Yeah. I can't say it's not mutual. Um, I guess just getting a little bit into, like, the, the production story with this one, because there's a little bit of it there's not a lot there's listen people aren't out here really interested in what was going on with the boy <laughs> 2016 no, you don't say. I, I we were just like leaving alien which is like a treasure trove of little production like oh, goodies yeah. and, and mean, interesting bits yeah. uh, there's like hardly any in this but uh-huh. we can get into it um so, They're not all gonna be alien three yeah so uh the director uh william brent bell uh, oh my God! <laughs> so, uh, two of his previous movies that you and I both know oh. are uh, "Stay Alive" from oh. 2006. That was his first movie. If you die in the game, you die in real life. Um, fa- movie. Famously, Disney's only horror movie. Oh, it sucks so hard though. <laughs> uh, "Stay Alive," if you're not familiar, is like what if somebody got a haunted Resident Evil demo tape. It looks it looks like Resident Evil, and it is the the infamous. If you die in the game, you die in real life. Movie. Yeah, uh, it. I think it's really funny. <laughs> it's funny, but it's dog shit. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, and then a movie called I haven't seen this one. I don't think you have either. I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. You did The Devil Inside because in I was I was seeing a lot of movies at the time, and I saw that trailer a lot. So that one. Very different movie from Stay Alive. Yes. Um, it, it's basically just it's, a... It's kind of like the sucky sister to Last Exorcism. It was yes, one of those... Yes, it is a found footage exorcism movie. Yeah. Um, Whereas The Last Exorcism was a good movie, I don't think that one is. Uh, so the story with that movie is that they did not allow any uh, press to screen it. Uh huh. That seems like a bad idea. And then the first week that it came out, it was number one in the box office and made a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. literally. Uh, and then everyone realized this movie fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, 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 then... yeah. That's what I heard. That is what I heard. <laughs> and then it plummeted in the box office and nobody saw it again. But it still ended up making a ton of fucking money. Um, it has been described it's by critics as... It's a funny little as, trick, isn't it? it? It has been described by critics as um, maybe the worst horror movie of all time. 
Whoa. Which I don't know if it's that bad. Uh, I that mean, might be. I... I have seen a lot of movies, dog. You've just piqued my interest, that, that, like, so much. That might be horror movie critics uh, being a little, you know. Dramatic. Yeah. Uh, but not a good movie. Oh, um, yeah. it does, I didn't think so. So. Um, but it was really low budget. It cost, like, a million dollars to make. It made $100 million, so that's pretty good. That's um, kind of crazy. They basically made it and then sold the distribution to Paramount, and then Paramount made a bunch of money. See, I, I remember the trailer being okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it fooled a lot of people. Yes, I think it got a lot of people into the theater that first weekend, and then yeah. everyone realized it was dog shit. Yeah. And then, yeah, there was nothing beyond that. Um, So this isn't, like, his very next project, but this is basically the next big thing that he does. It's the next thing that, like, uh, got a theatrical release at all that he did. It's um, weird to think about this movie in a movie theater. Very weird. Um, So Bell's a interesting guy. I don't... I have to say... Uh, what does that mean? It, it's rare that, like... So, I, I, like, watched a couple, like, interviews with him just to, like, try and get a feel. And also, I looked up, like, his Wikipedia page. Right. He's got one of those Wikipedia pages that's very clearly uh, a... All the text is just, like, from his website. Mm. Like, his bio in Wikipedia is just, like, his punched-up website bio. <laughs> okay. Uh, talking about, like... And in this year, he did this with so-and-so, and and this was, and he did this, and it was so great, and it was like, you're kind of editorializing Wikipedia. Oh, I see. And then it's like, oh, you're just pulling from his website. Um, And in, like, all of his interviews, he's very, like, he gives me, like, grifter vibes. Mm, Well, this man has made, like, five movies ever, and we know a lot of them are bad. Are really bad. Um, Just, like... And he got Disney to fund one of these. Like, you can tell from listening to this guy talk that, like, he wants you to think that he's making, like, The Others or something. Oh, God. Like, he... he One of the sentences was, like... About the boy? About the boy. <laughs> about this movie. About this movie, he's talking about, like... That's uh, a knee slapper right he's there. He's talking about, like, I went in on the first day of, of filming and I said to everyone that we're not here to make a movie. We're here to make a classic. Holy shit. <laughs> and he made this. So... That's, uh, <laughs> that's kind of legendary behavior if we're being honest um so uh yeah this this movie um like we said it's a netflix movie uh-huh. um there's a reason for that and the reason is the production studios that made this movie i noticed a lot of chinese production yes so the the studio that actually got it into theaters was stx entertainment uh who do a lot of like studio collaborations uh with other like movie studios where like this movie has like five different production companies that made it that's not that strange for feature films no a lot of the time like oh we need to just like three million more dollars and we got somebody to come in and give it to us things like that happens all the time um but yes this one in particular like they are connected with and collaborate with very frequently a like chinese movie production studio who are like just have a bunch of Chinese investor money uh and just they that's so strange because I never really see that outside of like animation or something so it's really interesting like they they helped fund like the World of Warcraft movie mm. uh they they just like come into projects with a bunch of like American projects with a bunch of money and the vibe that I get is they have like various studios that they're connected with that like 
connect them with the movie. So it's like, hey, we need a bunch of money for this and like we don't have anyone in they America like, that will pay for it. They have like a deal to release it in China or something. So they have like some crazy deal where yeah. like these people come in and they and they give, you know, this is where they're getting the money from. Okay. Um, okay. All of these studios fucking love Netflix. I, all yeah, of, like, I imagine. All of their stuff is on Netflix. Um, probably uh, the most like <laughs> well-known uh, stuff that like this conglomeration of studios has done is uh, the Underworld movies. Really? And really? the Bye Bye Man. Oh, yeah, well known. We're being a little generous. It's, well, in terms of stuff that, like, these studios have worked on together and things like that. I would have just uh, said Underworld, but just like I don't like those either. Just, like, stuff that is just on Netflix that, you know, has, like, an audience out there somewhere, but for the most part is, like, not that culturally relevant. I wish the Bye Bye Man was on Netflix. What if it is? It was. It is? It was for a long time. Oh, okay. That's how I knew about the Bye Bye Man was it was on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Everyone was, I thought it was everyone making fun of it. (laughs) That that too, yeah. So uh, that's like the story of how this movie got made. A like weird movie grifter hooked up with a weird Netflix studio conglomerate after he successfully grifted a found footage Exorcist movie and he made The Boy. Okay. So... Yeah, that leads us into and the movie. His movies seem to come after other ones that are a little bit similar. <laughs> but mm. not enough, I've noticed. Mm. Yeah, um, not a lot, like, going on in these movies. But anyway. Yeah, let's, anyway. Let's, let's get into the summary. Uh uh, and then we can bring in uh, more stuff as, as yes, necessary. Yes, yes. I have a I have a counter uh, recommendation. You could say. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, so we open on uh, the English, although it's actually the uh, uh, British Columbia uh, countryside, uh, as well as like a creepy doll montage. There's like creepy toys and stuff that we're seeing here, like a little clown. There's a lot of little, little freaky clowns little, in this movie. Little freaks in this movie. Um, and our protagonist, Greta, is being driven to a fancy estate. Um, the estate looks cool. Uh, it is a real uh, uh, manor. Yeah. Um, it was built by a uh, Scottish industrialist who had a bunch of coal money in British Columbia. So he made himself is, is this house a Victorian in anything else? manor. Because... I couldn't find anything that it was in. Um, but it's like pretty iconic looking. People shoot in British Columbia all the time. Yeah, I feel um, like it's pretty indicative of like, you know... Bly Manor and things like that. Not th- not that one, but the one before it. Yeah, um, it, it's like the kind of thing that you would definitely see in movies. It's just like a museum Which is now. also Netflix. Yeah. So. Uh, it, it's just like, yeah, it's a museum. It probably gets rented out for stuff like that for when people need a freaky uh, Victorian manor to look at. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does look cool, though. It is cool. It's a cool house. Um, so she arrives and there's like nobody around in the house. She's like walking around. Uh, there's a big uh, portrait at the top of the stairs, just like Umineko. <laughs> this. <laughs> okay, this boy. He, he looks like the Mad Magazine boy. <laughs> he looks like Newman. <laughs> I okay. could not stop That's thinking such... about how he looks like Newman. That's so specific. Okay, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the boy in the picture, because. It does not look like any of the other boys that we are presenting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's the big portrait. Um. 
she wanders around uh, and then gets surprised when uh, the grocery man, Malcolm, uh, uh, arrives. And he's like, hey, I brought the groceries. Oops, didn't mean to spook you. These two, at any time these two have a scene, it's like we are in a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> these two are just having like a really... A poorly acted romantic comedy it's a rom-com it is because yeah. she does that like smile and look to the side like oh i cannot fuck him <laughs> <laughs> oh you um uh, and he's not saying anything particularly funny no like i write down that like they flirt for a bit but like it's really like overwrought writing on the flirting. Like I don't really buy any of this. Um, if any man said this to you as soon as he met you, you'd be like, "God, you're a creep." Also, part of the problem is just it's Lauren Cohen who, at this point, uh, had basically been in The Walking Dead and nothing else, <laughs> and Rupert Evans, who is like a BBC actor, um, just not really given us anything. <laughs> like no, they don't really. Um... <laughs> They don't really hold the rest of it up. You, like, there's a version of this movie with a charismatic, uh, like, group of these two that I think actually works a little bit, despite everything else that's going on that we'll get into. I don't know. But these two just have, like, stone fucking zero charisma, and it's... They have no chemistry. And they have no chemistry either, and it's just, it it makes the whole movie, like, it makes all of their, like, emotional scenes just seem like a slug to me the whole time. Yeah, they're in a different movie. Um, uh, anyway, he gives her, like, a cold read and then a hot read, uh, and then the lady of the house turns up to introduce her to Brahms, the boy himself, who is a porcelain doll. A big-ass porcelain doll. I guess just the head is porcelain or something like that? Like, I guess that's usually how it works, yeah. but um, still probably heavy. Yep. Um, uh, we learn that Brahms has rejected several previous nannies and has lots of rules. Uh, like, you gotta dress him in the morning and give him his lessons and play his special opera music. Um, I really wanted like some funny modern music to play though. That would have been that would have been great. Like the Eagles. <laughs> uh, Greta's a little like oh, seems weird, but um, when she talks to the husband, he seems like a little bit more with it. Um, he's like the good cop to the mom's like bad cop vibe is what I got. Uh, and she kind of like pities these people, and she's like, well, a job's a job. And she also... And she doesn't immediately leave. Yeah, uh, we also learned that um, her ex from back at home is, like, stalking her. Uh, yeah, we have these really egregious exposition phone calls, Oh my which god, I these hate. fucking phone They're calls. They're pretty bad. She's, like, on the phone with, like, her friend or whatever, and she's like... Oh yeah, your, um, oh yeah, your ex who used to hit you and shit, and it's like, oh, thanks. Thanks for explaining this in very stark terms. Thank you yeah. for telling me right now. The, me, on the, the couch. audience. Yeah. Um, so, um, um, also, Brahms is like cool with Greta. We learn the the parents have declared that like, oh, Brahms thinks like you're good, so we'll we'll take you on. So she's like, okay. Um, he he whispers in her ear that the second tower has been struck. <laughs> I have to say, this premise. Kind of, kind of works for me. The premise of what part? Okay, you're you're a nanny. You're like running from some home trouble. You show up at this 
uh, this old British estate. Oh, that's really funny you would say that because I think this movie's been done before. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to talk about that? No, you're you're describing so many though, but yeah. the the main one that comes to mind is like the innocence, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. Um I mean, just like there's lots of good nanny movies that are better than this. Um It's a whole genre like haunted nanny movies. Yeah, yeah. Um and in this one it's just like there's a creepy doll instead of like the house being haunted or the kids being They're they're or relying a lot on the creepy doll though that you see a bunch of times and they're like is it still creepy? Does it still look creepy to you? No. <laughs> it's like, no, it's kind of just like a boring looking porcelain doll. I've seen doll. creepier dolls. I've seen creepier doll. Like, real porcelain dolls look fucking sick. I, I love porcelain dolls, but I'm mostly talking about, um, like, the plastic ones that people, like, repaint to have, like, pores and stuff yeah, to look like yeah, real babies. Those, those are scarier. Those are the scariest dolls. Yeah. Um, not the scariest doll you could have picked. Um... Uh, anyway, all of a sudden, the parents are going off on a holiday. Um, they give Greta, like, a, a written list of rules to follow and tell her that, oh, don't worry, Malcolm will come by occasionally to bring you money and groceries. Uh, and they give her a very uh, teary goodbye. <laughs> and um, a little bit concerning, the mother says, I'm so sorry, yeah. before she leaves. <laughs> yeah, and, like... You might want to ask questions. But again, again, I think, like, there's a there's an interesting version of that where, like, oh, as she is, like, leaving, she has, like, there, there's the there's the two-sidedness of it is, is she saying something creepy? Or is this an old delusional woman who is having a moment of clarity and is reaching out to you? I don't know, but I feel like she should have more questions. <laughs> right. The... This movie doesn't sell it, is is the thing. Like, she's, like, Greta is not... I haven't learned anything about this character that tells me, yeah, she'd be cool with this. She'd do this. Yeah. I know Greta. Yeah. Greta, that's so Greta. I don't know anything about her, and she doesn't have, like, despite, like, supposedly being, like, on the run, she doesn't have, like, any vulnerability about her, and it's, like, I don't really get the feeling that, like, she's that torn up about being here. Again, I think a lot of this comes down to just the performance not being very good. Like, uh, Well, we decide not to have any themes until, like, the last third of the movie, so. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about those as they come up. Um, anyway, everyone leaves, so Greta's like, okay, and throws a blanket on top of Brahms, because she's like, that doll's fucking creepy. Uh, and then She's he... immediately so mean to him. <laughs> come on, like, you wouldn't want the creepy doll looking at you all You the have time. so many rooms you can put him in. Well, she tries that next. Um, she, like, makes herself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Too, uh, mu- too much jam. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, and then takes a little nap. Uh, but then when she wakes up from her nap, oh no, the blanket has is off the doll now. What? A, That's it, so creepy. Who cares? <laughs> And she's like, uh, and she throws him into a chair. I know you. What if you broke him? <laughs> um, that night, uh, in a in a scene pattern that will repeat in this movie, oh, quite a bit. Uh, Greta has a nightmare about hearing a strange noise in the house, and then wakes up, and there's a strange noise in the house. Uh, 
And she's the, like, the boy from the painting, like, takes her neck. Yeah. Like, what you say about me? <laughs> Uh, and then she goes to uh, check on Brahms, and it looks like he's shedding a tear, but no, it's just I was raining. Waiting, I was waiting for the doll to also grab her neck. <laughs> that would have been great. It would have been uh, funny. But no, it turns out like it's just raining, there's like a le- leaky roof, and like all it looks like the doll is crying or whatever. Not good for porcelain. This is weird, because this is the only like one of these where um, uh, it's like actually explainable as a coincidence, if that makes sense. Like, I thought they were going to keep it going with the coincidences for a little bit longer. Like, she keeps explaining it away and explaining it away. But it kind of just stops after this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, the days kind of keep going by. Uh, and she's bored and creeped out by this fucking doll. Um, so when Malcolm arrives with the week's uh, pay and groceries, she's like, Alright, what's the fucking story with this fucking doll? And he, he tells it to her, I guess, apparently the real Brahms died. 20 years ago in a fire. And they go to his grave, because the grave's there. Uh, and the parents just couldn't let it go, so they have their little boy. <laughs> the grave says something funny and ominous, like, I will live again. <laughs> I didn't read that. That's amazing. Something, something about immortality or Great. something. Great. Uh, anyway, Malcolm uh, continues to flirt with Greta. He invites her out. Um, new movie we're in the we're in the other movie now yeah yeah um she has another insufferable conversation with her friend over the phone uh (laughs) these happen so much i like these are my only notes about them because like they yes it's expositing about like her bad home life or whatever but like it's just expositing there's like nothing interesting going on in these in these conversations I've seen so many of these movies that do this so much better. There are other ways to do this other than having a character on the other end of the phone being like, yeah, so you're running away, right? <laughs> um, anyway, more uh, uh, mysterious and scary things happen and she gets creeped out by the doll more. Uh, she's like getting ready for her date, but like her clothes for her date go missing. Uh, uh, and then all of a sudden, whoa, that's so weird. A lock of my hair has been cut off. Uh, and whoa, wowie, so weird. So, so epic random. Um, the, uh, uh, the attic, uh, ladder has been pulled down. I would not go into an attic without clothes on. Yeah, she was just wearing a towel. Uh. You're gonna get dust in places you don't want to think about. This scene is at least a little bit scary. I've seen it. There's like a million scary movie scenes of like, you gotta go up into an attic, it's, though. It's a jump scare movie. Yeah. It's yeah. not relying on, like, much tension building, really. Yeah, so she goes up to investigate, um, but, oh man, all of a sudden the ladder mysteriously goes up, and now she's trapped in the attic. Uh, but Malcolm's here, he shows up at the front door, and she's like, banging on the window. Did I mention this is like a romantic comedy between these two? Like, if it weren't for the scary horror movie music playing during the scene, this would be like a goof in like yeah, a yeah. 2000s comedy. Like, oh, she's in her towel, and she's stuck up in the attic. And Alanis her... Morrison starts playing, it's like Ryan! <laughs> and her, her date's here, but... Oh no, he thinks she stood him up, but no, she's just trapped up in the attic. <laughs> no, but um, this is supposed to be super scary. Um, she like bangs on the window and then gets like really spooked by a silhouette and falls and knocks her head and gets knocked yeah, out. You ever just knock yourself the fuck out <laughs> getting scared by something? Um, uh, the next morning she uh, wakes up and looks through like a weird photo album up in the attic uh, and then uh, stares 
fall back open. So she's like, I guess I'll go down. Um, yeah, that wasn't weird. She finds uh, Brahm's room trashed a little bit, which is weird. Uh, and calls Malcolm again. And he comes back. back and um, for some reason, she's like, hey. Tell me more about this Brahms kid. <laughs> yeah, you've already asked, but tell me the real story, actually. Yeah, um, apparently he was uh, odd. They only say odd. Odd. Um, and maybe... Uh, no, this might be a Consider- later scene. Considering other things that we find out later, maybe we should say a little bit maybe, more than odd. Yeah, yeah anyway. He's odd. Um, so uh, she has another weird nightmare where, like, Brahms uh, takes her papers, and then all of a sudden he, like, whips his head around. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> um, sometimes this doll is so fucking funny sometimes when it's trying to be scary. <laughs> um, and then, of course, she wakes up, um, and now Brahms is, like, sitting with the papers next to him. Also, like, her shoes went missing earlier in the movie, and those have turned back up. They place way too much importance on these fucking shoes. Nothing of import happens with these fucking shoes her fucking ankle boots yeah um anyway uh she freaks out and we we get like a zoom in on the rules uh uh, she hasn't been following the rules she hasn't been following the rules she shuts herself in a room and gets a creepy phone call from a creepy boy voice (laughs) saying like you gotta follow the rules (laughs) hashtag boy voice boy voice um uh then she gets a knock at her door Telling her, like, oh, I'll be good. I'll be a good little boy. And I got you your favorite. And she opens the door and it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I gotta see how much jelly's on there. That's called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. This is... I have to say, this is fucking boring. (laughs) What? What? The peanut butter and jelly sandwich callback? Really? Like, am I supposed to be like, oh, that's her favorite? (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on. Oh, that's her favorite. <laughs> like she just made herself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich earlier. Like why? Like this is nothing movie. Um, but this makes her love the boy so much. <laughs> Maybe it is her favorite. Did you think about that? She loves peanut butter and jelly so fucking much. She loses her damn mind. Yeah. So in the next scene, she starts to lose her damn mind a little bit. Uh, she calls Malcolm and she's like, "Oh, ha, my shoes. Ha, ha, he's playful. Oh, I gotta go." <laughs> I know she sounds demented. <laughs> Um, um, and the next scene, <laughs> it's the funniest scene in the movie. What, what? In the next scene, the old couple. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I got jump scared because I remembered. <laughs> they're on holiday at the beach, uh, and they're walking down the beach, and, uh, they pick up a single rock <laughs> from the ground and put it into their pocket, you and then. call it a stone, it's bigger than a rock. And then they walk into the ocean and die. <laughs> <laughs> they put it's one rock in their pocket. One single rock. This will be enough. And then hand in hand walk into the waves. Um, it works. They die. They die. They die like this. Also, apparently they wrote a letter. Who cares about the letter? We'll never he- read most of what is in this letter. I know. You can, I mean, if you pause it, you can read it, but it doesn't mean anything yet, obviously. Yeah. Um... Back at the manor, uh, Greta has decided she's going to play along with Bram. She's going to follow the rules, uh, and she's going to read him his stories, and plays a little music, and she's going to ignore Malcolm's calls, and uh, she's going to give Bram's his little goodnight kissy, because that's the last one on the list. you got to give him a kiss goodnight. 
Um, Don't call me. I'm with the boy. <laughs> well, Malcolm comes by and he's concerned. He's like, you haven't been answering your phone. What the fuck is going on? Doesn't have a cell phone, by the way. Yeah, no, she just has an old time. He said your phone. It's like a rotary <laughs> dial phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Malcolm like jokes around like, oh, ha, ha, you're really spooked by this Brams kid, huh? And she... Uh, Excuse me. It's Brahms. <laughs> and he invites her out to dinner again, but she's like, no. I'm I'm in full rule follower mode. I have to stay with the boy. I can't leave him alone. That's one of the rules. He's with me now. This is my boy now. This is my boy now. Um Uh uh at this point, uh, Greta decides, like, okay, I'm going to try and do a scientific experiment. See if I can get this boy to move around. <laughs> Quote, unquote, scientific. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll, like, break a rule and then he'll move around. Um, which works. So, this freaks her out. So, she's like, okay. Uh, she calls Malcolm back and she's like, you gotta help me. The boy's alive. <laughs> um, she does, like, the movie hysterical acting where, like, you can tell she's supposed to seem desperate and crazy and malcolm's totally not believing her while she's talking because she keeps she keeps talking like this and then oh the boy yeah and watch he'll just move if you just do this but you don't really you you've seen all this happen that's right um also uh uh in something that i don't know if i've ever seen happen in a movie like this before she does the like no, I'm not crazy. Look, I, I've done the scientific test. I'll show you how it works. I'll get the boy to move. She does it and he actually moves. <laughs> and then... No, I think it's because she says, if you don't do it, I'll leave. <laughs> uh, uh, the boy actually moves. Uh, and then Malcolm is like, oh, the boy's haunted, huh? That's weird. And just totally buys, buys And then they have a funny rom-com conversation about, <laughs> isn't it funny that he's haunted? Isn't it so funny you have a haunted boy? That's so weird and random. Um, anyway, they, like, go for a walk, uh, and now it's time to do some character building, so she gives Malcolm her tragic backstory. Yeah, now we need, now we need to have a character about and how, a story. About how, b- before, how we heard she had an abusive husband, yeah, she had one of those, uh, uh, and she, she had a miscarriage because of the abusive husband, uh, and she just loves caring for a little boy because... She always wanted to be a mom, you see? She always wanted to care for the little yeah, boy. Yeah, she, she says that she empathizes with the parents because she knows what it's like to lose a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, nothing funny about that. Uh, I, I'm on board. Okay, fine. Right. Yeah, that's why you're weird. I don't really buy it, though. I mean... Like, when she's saying yeah, all this... you kind of have to, don't you? Like, like, the movie is like... The movie is telling movie, me that I have the to. The movie is telling me that I have to buy this babe. The movie is saying this makes sense, but it still doesn't really make sense. Like, the last few scenes have been a whiplash between, like, she's playing along with the boy and, like, talking to it very sweetly like a nanny would and seems totally pacified by this boy that's terrorizing her. And then she's like... Oh, but she's actually scared if it's real or not. Like, she doesn't know. And then, like, she's ignoring Malcolm. But now that she thinks the boy's real, she's like, No, Malcolm, you have to save me. I'm going crazy. It's weird. Hmm. This whole, this, all the beats in it. Like, I felt like I was watching some of these scenes out of order. 
Mm, yes. Like yes. like some of the emotional like her relationship with Malcolm and stuff like that. Like it it goes like up and down like like it, it Yeah, it does. You know? You're right. Um so I don't really buy it when she's like, "Well, this is why it makes sense that I have to care for the boy." Um Anyway, they they smooch and stuff. Uh and Malcolm's going to like stay the night and and get it in. The boy doesn't like this. Yeah, uh Bram starts acting naughty. <laughs> naughty. He like plays some music or something like that. I think for the scene. Yeah, it, it gets like close up into his face, like trying to make you think he looks mad. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no kissing on my nanny. That's what he sounds like. Ma- Malcolm is like, all right, this is really fucking weird. Maybe we should leave. Um, but. Uh, but first, let me tell you a little bit more information well, that I have saved from you. Well, but first, Greta has to be like, no, I really want to stay for, like, some reason. Like, again, the movie tells me that, like, she's really bought in, but I, what, why would it be so bad to leave? I don't know. Uh, the boy won't forgive her. She's, like, really bought into this story about how, like, no... The parents, like, told me that I had to take care of him, and I'm gonna do that. And it's, like, it's very strange. Anyway, um, so she's not convinced, so he's like, okay, listen. You, the boy, Brahms, when he was a boy, when he was a real boy. <laughs> when he was a boy. Uh, maybe crushed the skull of a young girl he was playing with and then let the house on fire, which killed him. So well, why didn't you tell me this so earlier? So I didn't want to spook you earlier, but hey, maybe the earlier you described him as odd. <laughs> so maybe it's not a good idea to like give in to the whims of this boy. Maybe you should leave. And she's like, no, I'm I'm a true Who doesn't believe it. Brahms believer. I I'll never do that. Um, he's like a good boy. He'll never hurt me. Which she has no reason to think no, that. Why? Why does she think that? So far, it's like stolen her clothes and cut off a lock of her hair. I don't think so. It locked her in the attic. Yeah. Um, speaking of, she goes up to the attic to like gaze wistfully at his stuff for some reason. There's like a creepy picture of him staring down the little girl <laughs> that died. He's like, you talked a lot of shit about me. <laughs> um, in the next scene... Uh, which I thought I like was holding off writing down notes for the scene because I thought they were going to be like, this scene's a dream. But no, this actually happens. Her abusive husband shows up. He has like yes, tracked we, her down. We forgot to mention that her sister's like 10 year old told him where she was. I guess so. That was one of the lines exposited to us in the it's boring one of phone the, call. It's one of the exposition phone calls, but it's why? Why? Why is this happening? Anyway, he's like, uh, I'm good now. I'm going to take you home. We're going to be a family again. Uh, and, of course, to complicate things, uh, Malcolm shows up and is like, you good? Uh, but she's, of course, like, oh, no, I'm totally fine. Leave me with this abusive man. That'll be totally fine. I have a plan, she says. I finished the movie, and I'm not sure what the plan was. <laughs> so, uh, of course, in the next scene, uh, uh, Cole, her ex-husband, threatens her. And that night, she asks Brahms the doll for help. <laughs> what does she want? Crush him! <laughs> is, Brahms, kill him! <laughs> is that her plan? Is her plan to have Brahms kill her abusive ex-husband? Boy, attack! Attack! Brahms! <laughs> kill him! <laughs> 
Uh, also, Malcolm is sleeping nearby in his car because he's uneasy about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's fine. Um, so Brahms, he's such uh, a cartoon abusive guy, by the way. Oh yeah, he's like he's like grabbing her, like I won't let you leave. Like, mm. there's like we're trying really hard here. Yeah, they're they're trying really hard to be like um, this guy's like dangerous and like a, a cartoon abusive husband. Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm sure narratively it's easier to have a character like this that acts this way, but, you know. It's just... We we know better. And again, the performance is, like, kind of not really doing anything for me. Uh, no, I don't know who this guy is. This guy, I looked him up. He's not anybody. Yeah, he was yeah. in He was in a, a movie uh, about Dracula where he did not play Dracula. Some guy named, like, <laughs> Kevin played Dracula. All right. Yeah, so he's, he's like, not anything. Um, anyway, so... Uh, uh, sorry, dude, if you're listening. Sorry, dude. You're nothing. <clears throat> um, so uh, Cole freaks out about the dead rats. Uh, and there's, like, a, a writing on the wall in rat blood saying, get out, and dead rats in his, in his socks or whatever. So he's like... I gotta say, bad move. Bad move for Brahms. Yeah, Brahms. A little what, tactless. What were you trying to do? I don't here, know Brahms? what the move is here. Yeah, I don't think that was the play, Brahmsy. Uh, so he just thinks she did it, obviously. Yeah, he he freaks out, and then Malcolm shows up because he hears all the commotion. And then of course he thinks Malcolm did it, and these two are about to have like the most pitiful boy fight. I know. When when Cole gets mad and grabs the the doll and smashes it to pieces. Yeah. Uh, this was this ho- makes the boy angry. This is hilarious. Uh, yeah, he he smashes like the doll's porcelain head, and then immediately the house begins to shake. <laughs> the house responds. Uh, uh, and a mirror explodes, which knocks Cole out, revealing a hidden passage. And now, an adult living Brahms who has survived the house fire and lives in the walls steps through. This is the twist of the movie, yes. Uh, I have to say, on paper, this twist is really fun. I like it. I do like the last part of the movie. Like, I can... I don't know if I even love the last part of the movie because I think the execution is a little weird, but... On paper, the whole, like, oh, it's a haunted doll, no, actually, there's a guy living in your walls, that's a great bit. Yes, it that, is. That's like, I could imagine making a fun and enjoyable movie based on that bit. Unfortunately, I don't know if that's what we get. <laughs> it's been made. Yeah, that's also yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now uh, Brahms is mad for some reason. Uh, <laughs> for some reason? Well, he he's like... he His ki- boy effigy was smashed. Well, he kills Cole with like a piece of the, the boy uh, uh, porcelain... Uh, like head like with a jagged piece of it which i think is kind of sick but then he like starts attacking greta for some reason um so she like makes a run for it with malcolm uh there's like a chase scene here this is like a final act of a horror movie we're fighting the monster chase scene like they lock themselves in a room um eventually they like run into like one of the secret passageways and they're like running through the walls which looks kind of cool i think this is a bad idea he lives the there. Yeah, he he knows the terrain. This is guerrilla warfare on his side. This is his domain. Yeah, exactly. That's his. You brought the fight to him. Yeah. Um. 
in the basement? Question mark. They say they're going up, and then later they say they need to go down. But this looks like a basement, and we've seen the attic before. It's not the attic. They say they find like a full living he has space. A sweet bachelor pad. He has, he has a fridge. He has in a here. dorm. He has a he has a dorm room with a fridge and a bed, and a complete with sex doll. A Greta sex doll that has like bits of her hair and her dress. Um, She's like. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Um, she also finds the note uh, to Brems that was sent by the parents. And it was like, oh, yeah, we left you a girl. So, <laughs> bye, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, Brems attacks and he knocks out Malcolm. And he's like, I'll kill him if you leave me, Greta. Oh, yeah. By the way, it, a creepy part of this is he is speaking in a little boy voice the entire time. Uh, yeah. We also, like... Uh, get to see a little bit of uh, the the living boy here. He's they make a lot of effort to make him pretty gross. Yeah, like he's, he's got very hairy. He's got like chest hair and like a beard that's like under this boy mask. Yeah, greasy. Um, but he's got a sweet cable knit sweater though. That's right. <laughs> but you're getting the idea that like oh he's wearing the mask because like he burned his face in the fire or something or like he's living his fantasy as the boy. It's they very... could have had their Phantom of the Opera fantasy. They could have. If she was into that. He looks a little bit like, um, um... If she was into it, this could be love. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, he, he looks real creepy in the mask. Um, uh, she makes a run for it, but then, like, sneaks back into the house and, like, grabs a screwdriver. Uh, and then confronts him. Um, and she decides that she's gonna, she's gonna play along and be the nanny and be like, no, you have to go to bed. We have to follow the rules. And he, he's like, he's okay. Like, the fuck? He's like, like, I'm a grown-ass like, man. He's like, well, I mean, we were just playing along, lady, but like, okay. Um, so she like gets him to uh, uh, lay down in bed and and get under the covers. And he's like, ooh, what about my goodnight kissy? <laughs> he's like, what about my kissy kissy? Uh, and she stabs him in the stomach with a screwdriver. Um and then they wrestle for a bit, and he chokes her, but she jiggles the screwdriver a little bit, and this is enough to make him fall over and die, I guess. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta get the angle right. Well, she just, like, grabs it and, like, twists it around a little bit, and then he goes, like, ugh, and falls over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she rescues Malcolm and drives off, and, oh, they're gonna be happy and have their 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 real romance now that her abusive husband is dead and her her boy is dead, I don't trust her judgment on anything after this movie. Uh, uh, but our closing scene is we get a montage of the house, and we see at the end, Brahms is alive and he's rebuilding the porcelain doll. And then we cut to credits, and that's the end of the movie. Now, what's hilarious is. It's obviously sequel bait, right? Right, obviously. They're obviously but, like <laughs> But yeah, so we need to there is a The Boy 2, which was It is re- called Brahms The Boy 2. That's right. Um which did very badly. Oh, people say it's god awful. Uh, uh people say it's really bad. Also like it did not make money. Like no. this this movie was like a mild success. It made like 60 million off of a 10 million dollar budget, which is like fine. It's not like the the last movie he made where he was like a, a a big like commercial hit but like okay sure like you you did it. i can see why they made the boy too i remember um, it came out in theaters yes um but it made like no fucking money no anyway why would it uh 
Opal, do you want to spoil the plot of the boy too? Um, so I will spoil the whole plot, but you, you, you understand that this last scene is very kind of heavy handed and like, right. we'll come back next time to this. Right. They don't do that. <laughs> What do you mean they don't do that? It's called Brahms the boy too. Um, the man Brahms is not in it. He is dead. It is uh, a supernatural movie about the doll. Uh, but the whole point of the first one was that it wasn't supernatural at all. It was the man Brahms who was alive. Uh-huh. Still. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's, so when I saw that, I was like, that, that, oh. That, that's fucking oh, stupid. <laughs> yeah. So that's the boy. That's the boy. That's the boy. Um, You know, it was okay. It's okay. It's okay. At the end of the day, I think it's okay. Um, it takes a long time to pick up, and I don't think that... The acting and writing is very should, good. Should we but... just should we just rate it? Should we like walk? We can talk through our overall feelings about it with the rating. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So first off is the spookiness rating. Uh, how good are the scares and the mood in the town? Uh, Opal, what would you give it? Oh, like a two. It's pretty bad, right? Like, there's a couple. There's it a... relies on the doll way too much. It relies on the doll a ton, and. All it's mostly of, a jump scare movie, which normally doesn't hold up for me. Right. All of the scares are very, like, set up punchline. The, like, last third is, I think, the only thing that earns it really any points in the spookiness Part of department. It is thrilling. Yeah. I think, I think the guy in the mask is creepy. I think, I, I think do. that's, I think that's scary. No, I think, like, that, that's good. I think that the, he talks in, like, the boy voice. The old manor is pretty spooky. Also, yeah, they yeah. don't do anything fucking with it. The manor is more of a character than most of the characters. I also find the, the, uh, parents pretty scary as well in, like, the performances they're giving, where they're, like, clearly these, like, delusional older people who, like, the mom's a little bit like tightening her grip on it. I just kind of think she's annoying. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think there's something a little bit uh, off-putting about it. But yeah, no, I agree with two. It's like not really doing anything. Yeah. Um. Uh, next up is the watchability. How easy is it to just throw the movie on and have a good time? Uh, I think like you said, the first like 45 minutes are like so slow that it really hurts that I, for me i have some outward feedback from <laughs> from evan <laughs> from, that this may be a two <laughs> from from people falling asleep from the first person who wanted to show it to me falling asleep <laughs> yeah I, th- I think i like two some of the bits are are pretty good i think the the boy is funny enough the as last like act i like i kind of like the last act yeah and i think the the like the twist is fun i think the I twist do. is actually fun yeah so i i'll give it that and then last is the vincent price vamp rating the campiness and overall performances opal what would you give it this is this one fucks me up because campiness it's got some campiness it's to got it some but, but performances is a fucking desert of filth and rot. I like the boy voice. I've only said a thousand times that I love the boy voice. The like creepy boy voice is good. I don't think that can carry it though. I think it's more of a two. I think everything's a two. Your twos across the board. I think so. I think. I don't like the acting. I think it's unintentionally funny enough to give it a two instead parts of a one. Parts of it. Parts of it are funny. Yeah, uh, I think. I think like the the premise is funny. I think the pieces of it kind of work. I think the execution 
is bad. Yes. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, it's just... I think this might be a problem with this director because all of his movies are just like this. It's just not fully developed, really. And, like, the... All of the act, like all of the actors, are TV people. Like I don't even know if it's their fault. Like I don't know. Like I don't know if it's just the material or whatever. But like, there's just like no chemistry between the two leads, which you really need for something like this to work, where they're basically the only people in the movie for more than like a scene or two. Um, the twist is good, um, but. I don't know. I found the whole like, oh, I'm gonna like nanny him and tell him the rules scene to be like. A little fumbled in like how they shot it and like how they paced it. Even if no, like, you you don't really buy it for any amount of time. Yeah, like they're like running out of the house and like he's like, oh, I'm gonna like threaten violence on this guy if you leave. And then she leaves and then there's no violence and then she comes back for some reason. But then she's just like got a whole new tact five minutes later and he seems to buy it even though there's like no. You know what this is? This is Friday the Thirteenth too. Yes, it, it is, is just that. Too. I was gonna say like he the 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 killer is is vaguely Jason like a little bit. Yeah, he's, um, I mean he's got like a creepy like Michael Myers mask a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It makes him look like a person and really kind of an off. Eerie I, way. I was gonna say earlier he has his mask is like a Michael Myers mask. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think like a lot of the or at least some of the visuals, like, work for me. Um, it doesn't, like, look stunning, like a lot of movies where I say, oh, well, it looks great, but it sucks. Like, I don't think it's one of those exactly. I don't exactly. think it does. The manner's cool. I don't think it quite reaches, like, the looks great. I Like I said, I like the pieces. We've all seen all of this stuff done before, though. We have, unfortunately. And, and done way better, way better too. Yes. Like, with better performances and better, like, tone setting. Oh, and yeah. like. I, I want to talk about it, because, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta plug the movie Housebound. Housebound is great. That yeah. movie fucking rocks and is yeah. like kind of like a weird partnership with this one where it has those twists, but it doesn't end at those twists. Yeah, I think it is a little bit. More... I don't want to spoil anything about it. I want anyone to like go in fresh. Obviously, I recommend it a hundred percent. Also, I think that movie's just having more fun with it. It is. It's a really fun movie. I think the thematic stuff pays off better. Came before this one, a year before this one. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it uh, is interesting, isn't it? Isn't from it? what you know about that movie. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, so much of this stuff is just, like, genre pastiche that's being, like, slapped together not particularly deftly that, like, even if they're not exactly aping that, like, I, there's really not that, that much going there's on. There's not a lot to hold its own in the space. Like... Okay, like, I see, like, the bones are there thematically. Like, okay, she's got the, you know, she's got the bad relationship. She's, like, seeing this older couple that's also had the bad relationship, but from the other side, they're, like, both kind of dealing with this same kind of trauma. And, that... and she, like, placates the boy like he's, yeah. like, a partner, right? Which is weird enough on its own, but I can see where that goes. I can see where that's going, right? Like, this is how she's, like, learned to deal with, like, an abusive man that she's living with is to like play along and play the game right but like it doesn't really do anything with any of it this doesn't stuff feel good like, about it yeah and like it's very like um a plus b equals c like straightforward like there's not really any character to it i don't really love any of these people no um i would like i would love if there were like 
more proper like characters in this movie. Yeah. Like if there was like if she was having conversations that like I cared about, that would give me to like know her a little bit more. Like, no, I, just... I I can't name like an interest she has. This maybe is... maybe peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I say that like. I think this movie would do better with like a better lead because like she just the the she just can't do it like. It's the writing too. The it's writing, not all her fault. The writing sucks, but like I've seen movies where like all right, it's all on the fucking lead actress to just fucking do it, and sometimes if you get a good one, they just fucking do it, and you're like they do, but I feel like you just can't do a lot with this at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess so. Um, There's not a lot of, like, big moments that she could insert herself in, necessarily. Yeah. No, I, I wanted it to, to, in the writing, give her more of that. Um, I think that would have done a lot more. I wanted yeah. to see her out of that house, because we're really just in this one location the entire yeah. movie. Um, and I think that kind of, it kind of limits how far it can go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to see her, like, actually go out on the town and be, like, having a good time, but then be, like, having trouble adjusting to that and then coming home to like a wrecked house or something like i think that would have been a get cool more scene. context for her character when she where she's at have her yeah. talk to like some other people as opposed to just like having a bad phone malcolm, conversation malcolm giving like a little a sentence at a time of information yeah yeah and i'd love to like care a little bit more about malcolm he's like close to me caring about him i'm like almost i don't know there. who he is either yeah i mean Again, if he had, like, any other characters to bounce off of besides Greta, I might find him kind of interesting. Um, but he's kind of just, like, trapped in this in this role um, that, like, doesn't go he's, anywhere. He, his job is to just be a guy. He's, yeah. he's a cardboard cutout that stands next to her and smiles. Yeah, you don't buy the, the chemistry between these two, and I think that really hurts it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, uh... You know, that was the boy. I think we had a decent time. Uh, I think it's all right. I, I could feel your energy go way up when you realized there was a twist. The the twist, I really needed. I needed something. I, yeah. Because if the end of it was just like, okay. Yeah, it's supernatural. It's supernatural. And the, the they start like fighting the boy in the house or whatever. It would have been like, wow. Fighting the boy. I, they feel like the doll's like flying through the house or whatever. That, that might have be been, so that funny. That might have been really fucking funny. Maybe we have to see the boy oh, too God. for that. No. Please. Um, I can't, I'm not strong enough. Well, because I was just, like, painfully bored for most of this movie. Yeah. And I think that was kind of like, oh. I don't know if the second one will help. That's true, no. Uh, but just, like, you know, putting an interesting twist at the end at least perked me up a little bit. I was yeah, like, oh. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell. Oh, okay, something's happening. I think I said, let's go. Yeah, you did say, let's go. Let's go. Um, but you, you expected it to be, like, supernatural, right? Like, going in. I mean, I think that's what it's, like, setting you up for. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. these movies are, are like, typically. Yeah, um, but I feel that. Also, I, I love a good I'm Living in Your Walls movie. It's funny. I love it's fun. I love that bit. I think that bit is like a really good bit in like anything it's in. I think it's super spooky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. But yeah, I think I think that about does it for the boy. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think we've said our piece. I think we've washed our hands of the boy. <laughs> I don't have any more boy dust on my hands. And um I guess that means it's time.
Bring me the movie sack. Now, you're going to have to follow the rules. That's right. <laughs> you're you're going to have to reach into the sack, pull a movie out of the sack. And then we'll have to watch that movie next week. And then you give it a kiss. <laughs> All right, then I give it a kiss goodnight. So Opal's already explained the rules, but uh, we do have a literal physical sack that uh, Opal maintains here. Uh... I picked the movie, obviously. I've selected our movie for this week. Yes, I've got some goodies in here. Hopefully, we get something good. Hopefully. I I mean... You have no one to blame but yourself if we don't. It's not the human centipede this week. <laughs> Next week, we'll be watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. All right, let, I haven't seen this. I have not either. But this is like a cult classic that I have yeah. been meaning to watch. No, I mean, I've definitely heard of this movie. Um... Our just... second clown movie. Hell yeah. Uh, so this is this movie is from twenty or sorry, nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, it's PG thirteen horror movie, which is surprising to me a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I trust the people. I'm just curious. About gotta, it. gotta trust the process. Yeah, I've never heard of like any of the people in this, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, it is right. a B movie, you could say. You know what? I could I could go for a B movie because, but not B movie. No, I don't want to watch the B Jerry movie. Seinfeld animated classic. No, thank you. It, excuse me. I don't know. A classic, according to my band teacher. Sorry for them. <laughs> uh, you showed it in class a few times. Woof. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a bombshell. <laughs> Sorry. No, I feel like we've watched a lot of, like, um, late 2000s, early 2010s uh, uh, vibe movies. I'm ready for just, this like... Is different. I'm ready for just, like, a goofy 80s movie. Like, yeah, I, I, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's a good change I think that's up. what we might get. I think, I think I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, that's going to be next week. Uh, until then, Opal, uh, where can people um, find you on the internet? Uh, people can find me at opal.card.co. You can find my stuff on there. I'm not adding new websites. I'm not. I lied. I'm not. <laughs> the old websites are fine, actually. If they go, they go. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the podcast also has a Twitter at Scary Pair, if you want to follow it. Yeah. I'll let your friends know about the show. Uh, uh, like and subscribe. Where can they find you and your stuff? Uh, I'm at putrid underscore imp on Twitter. Um, I also have another podcast uh, where I play World of Warcraft Classic with my friend Austin for a few hours every week called uh, Level With You. That's at Level With You Pod. Uh, don't have to like wow to check that out. We just try and have a good, lighthearted, uh, earnest time with playing WoW. Austin's never played an MMO before, so it's funny because... He doesn't know things that you would think everybody that's played an MMO would know, but he hasn't played one, so... Yes, it is funny. Yes. Um, and that's that's going to do it. I think that's it. Join us next week for ki- the more Killer Clowns. clowns. I'm, more clowns, I guess. I'm down for more clowns. We're, we're the clown show now. Uh, I never asked if Brahms could get it. The man. <laughs> Not the boy. Ooh. I'm not I'm not into the whole boy voice thing. Ooh, you're right. That's really bad. That really ruins it for <laughs> that me. That really ruins it. You're right. 
We will not be giving the boy a kiss goodnight. No. But we will give one to you, listeners. <laughs> no, we can't do it. We can't That's do this. Weird. That's really strange. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. I'm taking it back. <laughs> I'm sucking the kisses back. Bye. Bye.